This episode of Driven Minds Podcast is brought to you by Intimate Candles. Intimate merges the love of scented candles, body oils, and all things romance into one unique product. Head to IntimateCandles.com and check them out on Instagram at Intimate underscore massage underscore candles. Enjoy the show. Driven Minds Podcast. This is Franz Bowen. This is Trav Weeks. Yeah, yeah. And for another installment of Driven Minds Podcast. How you doing, Trav? Um, I'm feeling really good. You know, I'm sipping on this beer and we work. You know, we have a really amazing guest. You know, I'll let you do the... Uh, it's all good. Shout out to that beer. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Yes, uh, you know what I'm saying? Today, <laughs> we got another special guest in the building. Uh, the co-founder of Can Inclusive, Miss Mary Pryor. Snacks. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta do snaps for this one. Which, uh, which voice should I, should I use like my like, code switching voice? <laughs> no, I use that. Okay, okay, cool. All right. I didn't know. I didn't know if I was like, like, hi, how are you doing? Cool. This is Yo, NPR. Guys, her energy Today is we're like talking amazing. About, <laughs> on a thousand. We're talking about giraffes? No. <laughs> Yo, she came in here and she got me, she got me hyped up. I'm hyped up right now. So, or, yeah, you know. You gotta, you know, it's it's midday. It's kind of gloomy. The city is like, your, your, your view is a, Direct TV dish. <laughs> Yo, you gotta, you gotta find ways to get excited. We don't know if that Direct TV dish is giving us ear cancer right now, but you know what? So first question. Underground public radio <laughs> podcast. We gotta change the podcast. <laughs> Yo, I'm welcome, stay you know welcome this saying? podcast. Sorry. It's like I hear clicking on the line. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, Mary, tell us about Canaclusive. Canaclusive is a collective of women, two individuals, and who are amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And with myself, Tanya Ripley Flash, and Charlize Antoinette, and we came together in LA after experiencing several things in the industry within cannabis that were super alarming. One, there's not a lot of us. Two, a lot of us meaning black people in general. Um, two, there is not a lot of women, and three, anything that talks about cannabis is so rooted in stigma now that it makes it hard for that to kind of cross over mm. into a wider gaze so that your grandmas and my grandmas and our granddads and your granddads and your moms and dads can understand that there's actually generational wealth potential and medicinal power in the plant. So um, we made this collective um, and this entity to do three things. One. Uh, create imagery and creative assets to help and and events to create um, more community aspect and connectivity to cannabis for people of color and those who support actual diversity and not just women getting all the love. Um, Two, we wanted to be able to do education around the plant um, and create series and set up so that people can have a better understanding as to what the opportunities are um, both medicinally, recreationally, and Mm wealth-wise. And then three, Figuring out a way to do more direct communication and direct access to the plant in terms of like, you know, investment strategy or just like connecting people to places that they can invest in terms of like where they should put their money or put their support within the cannabis scene. And then, you know, on top of that, figuring out a way to do our own introduction and reviews and series and product introduction of CBD products across the next 50 states in terms of making like a care kit 
for cannabis um, as CBD being the entry for that multicultural audiences will subscribe and try it for themselves. Mm -hmm. So there's like CBD topical, CBD tinctures, CBD patches that are great for pain relief. There's like teas. There's a lot of things that you can dive into, but we all don't know what's good. We all don't know what's fair. We all don't know what's not a scam. We all don't know where to get it. We all don't know where to look. We all don't know who knows what. We don't even know what to do for ourselves in most cases. Mm. So does that give a good... Yeah, that was that was actually fantastic. Okay. And, and and to you know, uh piggyback off of your initial points, um, what was your introduction to to this realm? I mean, you know, you, you have a, a a pretty um healthy career um doing digital marketing, but what what um was your inception into the uh, I well well for me it was like, you know so I'm also mostly in cannabis because it's saving my life. Okay. So I have um, I have Crohn's disease and I have reversed all of those issues in a way or stalled them um, to where I don't even take medicine anymore. I just do cannabis in the morning. And That's tremendous. Wow. Yeah. And so if you know what Crohn's disease is, it's pretty like... That's the inflammation of the... Uh, of the bowel, intestine, the stomach. I mean, like there are people that end up with ostomies or end up with death or end up... Just, you know, life kind of stops a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I single-handedly experienced my own life stoppage from October 2012 until uh, June 2017. So I didn't realize that this was Ill, actually something that made sense for me about a year, until about a year and a half ago. And once I realized that the only way that I could actually successfully do this and be in an environment that was going to allow me to figure it out would be in a place that's going to have full medicinal and not have all these hang-ups. Mm -hmm. So I'm licensed here, I'm licensed in Denver, I'm licensed, well, Colorado, I'm licensed in oh, Cali, but like, you know, New York is so weird with their program, like, there's only like, there used to be only five doctors that used to do this as prescriptions in New York. It's a little bit more, but like, do you know who those doctors are? No, no. I do. So if you were to say to me, where, who do I trust, where do I go, where are you going to find that information? It's going to be scattered all over the internet, you don't know where it is, but luckily there are now people like, myself that can sit in front of you right. and you say to me like you know, my dad is having this issue with his leg or gout he's interested in trying to figure out pain this pain medicine isn't working like mm -hmm. he can't be stuffed up on the lot at all day what can I do you can talk to me and I'll be like take your dad to this doctor in the Bronx or Queens or Brooklyn or Manhattan it's gonna be 180 to 250 to get it and then you're gonna get that paper and then you're gonna go take it to his doctor and then we're gonna try that in the meantime, here's some deep CBD products I can recommend for your dad that are legal for you to use while you figure that out. But how are you going to figure all that out if you don't know where the source is? Mm. And I think most importantly, we're in a time where fake news and crazy URLs that people want to share about stuff are so prolific in our time. It's like you don't know if something's legit or not. Mm -hmm. You don't know if it's Wake Up Now or Avon. Like, you don't know what you're really talking into. <laughs> Yo, Shout out to now. Wake Up Now. No, Yo, that? Yo, I haven't heard that that's in a minute. <laughs> that's right. Hold, hold that post. Wake Up Now you was, now. you know, and then there's, there's this people new... People were trying to get you on. People were, man, you... Vouching for it. Like, it was like, yo, you need to do that. What happened? It's crazy. It's like the dudes. Anyway, so, but like, you don't want to wake up now with CBD. Like, you don't want to fall into that scam. So, we don't... As a, as a community, whether you're black, whether you're Caribbean, whether you're African, whether you're Latino, Latina, whether you are Sri Lankan, whether you are Southeast Asian, whether you are Japanese, Korean, Chinese, 
you may not know what the heck is being talked about in this industry. Mm-hmm. And if the, the, the problem is that we're late in a way that's even later than tech. Like we're, mm. And I come out of tech. Mm. We're late. Like We're really late. So when people mm. say things like, what should I be doing? I don't have one answer for them. I have like three tracks and underneath those tracks, three bullet points. Wow. Because we're so behind on... I mean, there's, a, there's under nine of us that even have licenses in this thing nationwide right. to do anything. Can you specify to do anything. that license? Like so, what, like, what? a dispenser, so for example, I'll explain. I'll give you a couple barriers. If you want to start a dispensary, you really need to have 1.5 large cash immediately. Then you need to be able to do the application. Then you need to actually pay someone to do your application because you're not going to be able to make sure that you have a high retention rate to get in. Somebody else does. Mm. I know a few people that do those. So then you got to give them 10 large, okay? Then your 1.5 million needs to go for that. Not including the bond you need to figure out to make sure that you can handle that. So sometimes that bond is 5 million, sometimes that bond is $25 million. Wow. So So they kind of like taxing people to just Well, no, no. That's that's the barrier. That's there to get in. Taxing wise, if you look at Denver's 80/20 rule, you get taxed on 80% of your revenue. Okay. So you need to come in. This and I only use car like Denver as an example with mm-hmm. that last last statement, but unless the whole block is investing, yeah. And your whole church, mm-hmm. and the, mostly the pastor, Who's going to jump in like that? Now, if you jump in like that, bet. But you need to know that that's how you have to jump in, right? If you want to start a grow, there's that. And low-key, like, grows and dispensaries aren't going to be moneymakers like that anymore. I could go into this all day. The point is, is that there are things, you you even sitting with me, you're kind of like, wait, what? I didn't know that. And And you are a very educated, secure, confident well-mannered of all different things, mm-hmm. individual, mm-hmm. as black men. And you're looking at me like I just told you something. Like, So, like, I've gotten too many of those reactions. I think all of us collectively, especially amongst Tanya and Charlize and I, I've gotten those reactions from people, especially on the East Coast and the Midwest, where it's like, wait, isn't this, like, where most black folks have the most, quote-unquote, freedoms to make stuff kind of work out? Like, yeah. the South is crazy. But, like, yeah. so we're in trouble. So, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so we're trying to think of solutions. We want to be a solution to make sense. And, and I love that, right? Because it's like, when I really think about the industry, I can't identify people who are creating that platform to like be that funnel in, this, in the industry or even change the, the um, perception of that industry that we have in culture. Because the cannabis culture whatnot has always been ingrained in hip hop and black culture, yeah. but nobody has, there's no, there's no, there's no, um, um, platforms or pillars that shows okay this but is there, but, but there are people that are doing this work you mm-hmm. have Sheena DePenny for Minority Cannabis Business Association which I'm mm-hmm. sure you didn't even know existed then you have G. Moran on a Women Grow wow. Cam comes out of PR comes out of that experience she's wow. VP of Women Grow then you have Darshita Dawson who comes out of a like Darcita Dawson and her sisters and that whole crew. Mm-hmm. You have a tribe called Curl. You have Curl. Like that. Somebody like Enterprise. Yeah, you have. Well, yes, they Estro Hayes, the ladies of Estro Hayes. Yeah, I've heard about um, that. Sarita and Callie. Like there are like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
there are people, and I just named all women, I can go into men too. There's Jesse Horton, there's Leo Bridgewater, mm. um, there's the Hollingsworth family out of Seattle, a black family that owns a farm. I'm actually speaking to Joy later. Um, there are, there's Wanda Jane, like, mm -hmm. one, first of all, I could name these people and it's under 15 people that I know that are aware of their identities as people of color in the space and like what that means. But I could literally rattle off 20 names that you may or may not have really known of. Mm -hmm. um, and that's still problematic in a way where it's like, it is. like you, you, you just don't even know. And right, these are people right. have like 10, seven, mm -hmm. 15 years of this experience of trying mm -hmm. to make it work. Which is, which is so interesting, right? Because we already know the systematic um, things that are against us or whatnot, right? Because this, is, this, this, this industry has been something that, you know, hip-hop culture has advocated for. But yet, and we're mostly in jail for it. Yeah. Because exactly. it's only been married yeah. to, like, criminality. Yeah. Exactly. We're mostly in jail to for us. it. Right. To it, us, exactly. right? Exactly. To us. But and now that's changing. You have, high, you have, like, really, 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 like, purposely not inclusive. High teas and rub downs and get togethers that are utilizing this place that's very, very public and open. But today, if you go to your block on in Harlem, or if you go somewhere in Detroit, you just want to toke up, you're getting arrested, you're getting the book thrown at you. So it's mm. all a problem. It's, it's a gigantic problem. So, um, well, big up to you and everybody you just mentioned, yo, who's doing something. I mean, I, I'm, I'm new, but I'm, I'm new in the sense of the fact that I know what it is to try to think about. I mean, I'm in this to save my life. Like, at the end of the day, like, money raising or not, this has allowed me to not be a slave to opioids, not be a slave to crazy mm. medicines, not be a slave to any of... Not to, not to be a slave to any of the stuff that is now hot in the streets. However, it's always been hot in the streets. What I'm saying about that is, like, at the end of the day, this is for me like I don't you know like someone could come up to me and say well you know why do you do it or do this or do that and I'm like look the fact that I'm standing here right now and I'm like not killed over in pain is due to this plan wow. so you can talk as much you want mm -hmm. I don't care like that that that's what's in it for me so my longevity is based off of the success of not only myself and my co-founders and people that have done this work and are doing this work, but it's really for me. Mm -hmm. So I just want to be very mindful that this is a selfish mission driven mm -hmm. with one, my life is number one. Of course. So that that's just across the board. Right. But I do believe you got to lift where you climb, but at the end of the day, I want to make sure it's very, very known that I've had experiences with this plant that have allowed me to change my life and even allow me to even run around today, which mm -hmm. wouldn't be possible two years ago. So everybody can like, I don't know if I can say like something real urban like fuck 12 or no, but it's cool. Fuck 12. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, let's, let's jump into um, branding issues, right? So I just I just read this morning that um the former speaker of the house John Boehner oh, yeah. is now sitting JB yeah he's now <laughs> sitting on a Your boy. board <laughs> yeah of course um, they're all doing that they all have secret investments in this game yeah wow. and pharmaceutical tobacco level as well I so like, to, they all got it wow yeah I wanted to ask you you know as a as a marketing uh, professional somebody who's you know educated and skilled in the art of speaking to people and getting them to getting them to understand um our our climb with this is it's not really an uphill climb i mean we've been like 
championing, like in our community through hip hop, we've been championing, championing. It's a change of thought. Yeah. And it's also helping people still understand the idea of building generational wealth, which we do not really have going on. That's what I was All we to. think of, like, you know, Will Smith, Puff, they're good. Oh, we, yeah. uh, everybody else, like, we exactly. have not figured that out. We think it's that the way to do mm -hmm. it is being in athletics or being an entertainer or being this or being, we, we haven't transitioned to figure out generational wealth on a level that is owning a business and being successful. Mm -hmm. And if you're gonna sell out, knowing how much to sell out for so that you can have that generational wealth work for you. Mm -hmm. well, that this is We're still finally having a real conversation about it because Mm -hmm. We just weren't really figuring out the fact that we're so behind before. And I thought that was so key because I read that in your Mike article. And he was like, this is an opportunity to build generation, generational wealth. And I was like, that's true. I'm like, why has people have not been talking about that it's more? It's the because fastest way. It takes a lot of work, but it's the fastest way. Exactly. But then at the same time, it's just so interesting. Now they bring in all these barriers to it, right? Because they figured it out too. Like we would have a head start because it's, yeah. part of our, it's been part of our culture for a while now. And um, when you think about real estate, when you think about certain different industries or whatnot, we're obviously a little too late. This could be that frontier. Do we still have a possibility to pool our resources, our funds, as people of color, yeah. to really, you know, start You can even building. start, a, I mean, you can do ancillary businesses where you just find real estate and you rent it to dispensaries. There's a lot of money in that. Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, there's, like, a lot that people can actually benefit from in terms of understanding the idea of what businesses you can create that don't involve like this crazy, crazy overhead that you may or may not really have. Mm -hmm. There's a way to think about it to where you can actually drive innovation and be a founder of something that helps people understand the plant better within our community or mm -hmm. outside of that. Mm -hmm. Overall, there's big, I mean, like I watched this big like news story this morning where um, I'm gonna code switch. In Sonoma Valley County, um, in California, there's a community of individuals really upset that there are cannabis plants growing in the midst of a Sonoma wine country. So they actually wanted to see if there was a way to separate those people and root them out from growing because it creates a different aesthetic and a feel within their poor Sonoma Valley situation. These are white folks complaining about cannabis and Sonoma Wine Valley. Mm -hmm. So there's still a crazy stigma that's all there, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying like, our stigmas, everybody has a stigma. Um, but I really don't think that we have, as people of color, transitioned our way of thought behind this. Like even if you think that it's horrible that cannabis exists, the money in the game is so crucial wow. that you should figure out how to switch into it. I mean, like most of our, most if not a strong percentage of individuals that are considered like moguls that are black, they have already done that work. Mm -hmm. So why aren't we doing it? So in, to piggyback off that, what are some of the um, you know the future cost centers um, for investor opportunities? I mean, there's medical, but outside of that, we're in, in rec recreational. But like outside of those, or maybe even under those umbrellas, like where um, do you foresee the, the opportunities lying for investors? Oh, I mean, I think that, I mean, Big Tobacco's buying up land like crazy. So at some point... I'm definitely never smoking you, a Marlboro Spliff. That, that's absolutely fine. But Big Tobacco can just buy up cannabis and make cannabis cigarettes. Mm. That's what's happening. That's 
Wow. So, so like, so like, if you open a farm, that's cool. But if you decide to get bought out, instead of like, keep building, keep building. I mean, that's on you. But I don't think mm -hmm. that that's a, a, a to, to start a grow. Like custom, I don't foresee like custom cannabis or like organic cannabis going away. But the way that this plant is about to explode, people are going to be getting like their GMO version of plant wherever they can from these tobacco situations. So mm -hmm. like, you know, remediation extractions are really, really key. Um, I think in terms of where people should look at those, they should even look at even supporting funds that are doing this work, like Hood Incubator, they're doing fundraising to have a fund to help empower people that are part of their incubator, I um, mean, sorry, Accelerator, mm -hmm. um, for the second year, their second cohort. So like, there's that, but do you even know what those are? Do you even know where those look? Do you know what those even feel like? Do you even know where you can look that up? Maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm. And and even even so that's the financial end of it. In terms of the the, the socio political end of it, what well, are real quick before you even go there because I don't want to go off the financial. Just for that one question for the lower scale investor, somebody who has two hundred three hundred dollars that wants to invest in a stock, you buy just start trying. <laughs> 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 Talking about two, three hundred dollars. You better get that zip and chill out. I would like to. I would like to know right now. It's another conversation. What you think that? So to, for two hundred and three hundred dollars. Let's say like I'm pretty sure there's stocks or there's people or let's just say stocks. You can do that. You can do stocks. Exactly. You can do the penny stocks. Yeah. But. Do you know which ones are actually doing what they're doing? Yeah. No. no. Okay. I do, but I'm just saying like that's why you would. Consult or talk to someone like me, but I mean, like at the same time, like you could put a thousand into playing the stocks. Definitely, okay. they're pink, they're mostly pink sheets out of Canada. Gotcha. But like, but and that's the thing, like they're all out of Canada. So Nasdaq, you're not even like I've tried to go on Robinhood, and but they just don't have that. Like I can't invest in them because they're on the the Canadian exchange. Well, Unless, you can. Uh, there, there are some companies that are GW, PH Pharmaceuticals. Look, I just want to say I'm not giving you stock advice. Right. I'm just telling you what to look at. Cool. So I don't want anyone on your podcast to be like, I listen to your podcast, man. <laughs> no, it's probably <laughs> The I thoughts and no uh, views of Mary Pryor expressed on this podcast. Are yeah, like Pryor. I'm just trying to give you some insights from my brother um, and sisters. Hey, sis. So I would say like there's like pharmaceutical companies that are invested in cannabis. Um, but I still wake up at four or five in the morning to read stock news out of China and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you gotta make this a part of your life. Like, mm. you have to, whether my man is over or not, like, I gotta, I'm up. Like, I have to look at what's happening so I know what to predict in the future. Like, yesterday, mm. in case you care, like, stocks were falling, blah, 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 blah. I was up at four in Chicago, and I, Move my money around. Like, I was just like, like this is, looks bad. So I didn't mm. know what was happening. Um, you got you to gotta ingest this content. Like, yeah. you know, like I, every, everybody's, everybody has a thing that they're into, right? Yeah. So I'm into getting rich off of something that I know works. Mm -hmm. So if that's cool, that's cool. If you're into being on some social platform and it's not giving you any money, that's fine. That's not, I, I'm, mm -mm, I'm not about that. So like, that's what I try to tell people to do is like, you know, when you're looking at stocks in general, invest in things you know that you use and that you 
that work. Or think about what gets used when people are in disparaging situations, like removing trash. People are, we're hearing about the issues with trash all the time and how there's nowhere to put anything. You should be trying to figure out which companies are trying to innovate in that That's and investing in them. Absolutely. Um, you're, when you were talking about pharma, like, sir, sure, certain drugs are going away, but there are certain pharmaceutical companies that have been heavy in the opiates game that are now getting into cannabis. Which ones are those? I know them. You should start researching them, too. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Word. So the, the sociopolitical end of it, like that's that's an ongoing battle. I mean, marijuana has had like a, a, a hundred year smear campaign against it. What are what are some things that, you know, uh, the average Joe can do to, um, you know, to take on that fight to um, help uh, relax? Some I of, would some say the, review uh, and dial into whatever Drug Policy Alliance is doing. Um, and even just look at like ways to even like get involved in mini packs and find out what's happening. Like I think Color of Change Pack is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I would try to look at like minorities for medical marijuana. That's a good resource as well. Um, look at organizations that are out here trying to do that work. But DPA, like I know someone by the name of Chris Alexander that goes to Albany like three to four times out the week, mm. fighting on the fact that there needs to be business legislation that allows for equal opportunity for people of color to enter this industry and fighting for the fact that drug laws need to change because mm -hmm. they're messed up, especially in New York. Mm -hmm. um, Rockefeller laws. Yeah, yeah, like there, it's, you know, but it's all made to, it's, it's made for a reason to keep a certain segment of the environment in control. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. that's that, we, we know that already, right? If we don't know that, I'm concerned, but we should know that by now. Cool. I wanted to um, also ask, in, in terms of, um, uh, you know, cryptocurrency and cannabis, I mean, those are the two things that are kind of exploded right now. Are, is there a marriage between the two at all? Or? Yeah, I mean, I think I think I might be judging a blockchain cannabis um, conference next week in California, but it's happening. And you have, like, there's, I met in a young innovator over the weekend that, like, made a blockchain solution for, like, no connectivity, like totally like silent, like seamless, like money and like cannabis, like exchange without even tracing where the money came from. Mm. Um, so there, and he's a brother. So like there are people, he's a person, you might be Latino, you might be Puerto Rican. I think he's- He's a brother. He's from New Jersey. I mean, get okay. he's from Jersey. <laughs> so like, I think that like, you know, those things are happening. Um, you have, like there's this company called Jade Insights, which was made, um, by a young uh, black man that operates out of New York, based in, he was originally based out of Colorado, and he's like trying to find ways in that industry. You have a lot of like tech and a lot of like potential blockchain stuff that could connect with that, but you just have to do the research. There's a lot, there's so much I could go over that would go beyond this time that we have. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to be mindful of that, but hopefully I'm giving people enough um, kibbles and bits to like search around for. Right. But but you have to search around for it. Like you can't go to one place. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So yeah, off the top of your head, where are like five places, three or five places online that somebody who wants to get their feet wet and dabble um, to get some of this information, where where should they go to? Uh, in regards besides, to cannabis? Uh, yeah, you know, besides Canaclusive. Um, 
Or in addition to, rather. I would definitely start off with Drug Policy Alliance. Then I would check out the content that comes out of Estro Hayes. Then I would do as much as I can to read about what's happening with MarijuanaBiz.net journal. I'll look at what's happening with any and all stories related to marijuana and start creating tracking feeds for marijuana cannabis within Market Watch and within Robinhood to see what those stories come through on and Seeking Alpha. Mm -hmm. You can idolize those tools to like figure out what's happening in the stock conversations around anything related to that industry you should. And I say my fourth resource is check out or follow or join um, the Minority Cannabis Business Association um and start looking up like ways to even join like organizations like women grow or just identify or start once you start down these like paths mm -hmm. you start connecting you start seeing certain dots connected there's only so many marijuana cannabis themed instagram posts with just pictures of bud that you can follow you have to expand yourself outside of that if you really want to figure out the industry just looking at pictures of bud and you don't even know how to grow it doesn't really do anything. Cool. And I have a couple of friends that are like, yeah, I want to do it. I'm like, well, here's some places to check out. And they're like, well, that's a lot of work. And I'm like, okay, well, the conversation's closed. I, I, well, yeah, I that's know. that's another thing, too, that's always been kind of like a stigma, too, right? Because, like, marijuana has been packaged with a lot of, you know, negative connotations. And Well, marijuana is actually a negative connotation that was created in terms of a word. William Randall Hearst. Right, right. And it was starting that way to get people to stop using cannabis and to start criminalizing black people. Absolutely. So that's why you've seen me fight to keep the word cannabis in my mouth. Okay. Because I'm very mindful that, like, the adjust the game, right? Right. You know, it, it, Look, I don't know if cocaine and coke worked back then. Like, I'm not. I don't have any of that data. But, you know, in the in in the 1800s, people were putting drugs in everything, mm -hmm. and we didn't even know what was going on. Coca-Cola so, was lit yeah. <laughs> at one point. Yeah, like yeah. you were you were lit. So it's like it's kind of like, yeah. you know, I, I feel like this is the only thing with proven research, which isn't really coming out of the U.S. It's coming out of Israel, Italy, and um, Uruguay. Mm. But. There's research out there that points to this potentially having some effects that work. And I'm not, you know, I, I say those resources to say that they give a good translation of where the industry can be for people of color mm -hmm. um, and interested business folks and interested folks in like the medicinal sciences. But I also think that it's important to note that this takes a lot of research. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And a lot of continual reading. Definitely. And a lot of work. And, you know, like, not really falling into the trap of, like, you know, I, I personally, my tolerance is, you know, what it is, but I I do the morning and the evening. I have to work. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a multi, like, I have to do my job. So I'm not able to fight through, like, being lit and doing that. And I don't even have strains that get me into that degree, personally. Mm -hmm. I will do it if I know that I'm not going anywhere. But right. like, that's not, I'm not in it. I'm, I'm not even in it for that. Like mm -hmm. my, like I know people that are like, well, you smoke, you want to smoke right now? And I'm like, no, it's three o'clock. So I don't have, so I, that's just me. Like I don't, yeah. I'm not in it for that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just not, and, I, and I'm really, you know, I'm a Pisces, I have a degree of vanity that I've realized at my age. I don't, I don't even do blunts. Yeah. So like yeah, you know, man. I got. Y'all need to stay away from them backwards, man. <laughs> For real. 
Like, I don't know. It's like that. Yeah. Didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, that's what I want to get into. I'm glad you said people need to educate themselves. So that's a good segue in talking about the events you guys throw. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's so great that we're talking about that. <laughs> um, we did our first educational event a few weeks ago. Nice. Um, which sold out. We did a experiential event in October in LA, which sold out. We have another one on 420, Amazing. which is awesome. Wait, in LA or New York? LA in LA. LA. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. New York, man, you're trying to get it in LA. There are 420 <laughs> events happening in New York. Don't get it twisted. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> They're happening here. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> allegedly. Um, alleged, allegedly. Hard <laughs> allegedly. Um, so, like, you know, we, the, the, the event on 420 is more experiential focused, and it's really, really both on like music and consumption mm-hmm. and experience and it's like a private tasting for a strain that has been kind of like refixed for a musical artist by the name of Cavalier and mm-hmm. his record Stock came out two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And it's that on top of like amazing music and vibes. And like the thing is when we did our first event, everybody came out because they were like, there hasn't been a spot where I see people that are like inclusive and diverse minded and I feel safe and I can like chill and vibe. Indeed. Like, like, and folks were, and it was, you know, it's complimentary flower, as we say. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not like you literally have, we give you food and drinks, like there's nowhere for you to go. Mm-hmm. And it was vibes and it was like games, which some people played, some people don't. It was a very mean game of spades going on. Oh, so nice. Yeah, so imagine spades when you're trying to count books and you might be lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People got caught on their stuff a lot. There's exactly. <laughs> a lot of me niggas going on. It's a lot of my. Yeah. Got me again, huh? Get another hit, man. Try again next time. It's a lot of like. That king of. You just put that over some. Sp- you just put that over eight spades. That king of diamonds ain't so gonna do So I thought you said you ain't have no more clubs left. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but real, real quick, I just want to um, dial it back. So you mentioned CBD, um, which is uh, a, a part oh, yeah, of the. Uh, correct, right? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a part of the uh, the the chemical com- It's a chemical compound within the plant. Correct. Look at in, you. In in addition okay, to THC, call it. It's a which is tetrahydrochloric. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 But um, can can you explain the difference between THC and um uh, CBD for? Would you like me to do it in a very like plain way? Uh, please. In your way. THC is psychoactive. CBD is non-psychoactive. So like you're not gonna get high. There's more healing properties in the CBD and ah, THC. Okay. I explain it this way, which is very basic versus me being like, well, actually, because <laughs> look, I don't have time to have you be like going down a lane that I don't, I just want to direct people to straight answers. Right. right, right, right. Um, which is why like CBD can be used for like inflammatory items. Uh, I use high CBD flour and I prescribe high CBD flour and or certain things and items for like, Friends and friends. I'm dropping off a CBD situation to a friend for their parent today. So I, I mean, like I, 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 because I'm in it. Like I, I am a. Look, I'll say this: my friends who know me very well, all my major friends have at least seen me in the hospital a mi- at least five times. Mm-hmm. And I've been in the hospital 34 times with flares since wow. 2012 until. June, 34, 38 times. So I have a friend that's more than likely seen me in the hospital 80% of the time. Mm. 
Mm. Like that's my girl, right? So when she hit me up and was like, I want to figure out this for my sister, it's nothing, mm. you know? And, and, but it's because I have that experience and she's seen my journey from 121 pounds and damn near wishing to die to now. Wow. So that's the reason why like, I have so much, I think, love and respect for what I'm doing because there are people that can physically with their own eyes say, when I saw you, you I thought you, I, I cried at your bedside. But now I, now I want to understand what this is. So I try to be as very aware that I'm living a, um, an example, I'm, I'm being an example to others. So I, I try to like, you know, be mindful of that. But I say that to say that that's what a good situation can look like when you figure out how to dose, how to take the certain strain that works for you, how to even want to try and figure out which strains do work. You have to be able to do a lot of trial and error with that. And when right. you get it, like, maybe I can be just an example of what that looks like. I'm not saying that's everybody, but I'm, I'm it's like, it's like midnight and eight o'clock AM from where I was. Mm. So, and everybody who knows me knows that. Right. So, like, no one can say that my facts are illegitimate because, You're living yo, I, I, I was there. You know, I have a lot of homies that are like, you look like I was there. Hmm. And they're like, I want to know, I want to know what's going on. Put, put me on. Absolutely. Put me on. Yeah. And so, like, that's the best entry, right? When someone can be like, I know someone, hmm. mom or dad or elder or neighbor or priest or pat or whatever, that is here that doesn't look like a stereotypical stigmatized version of what a person, a smoker might look like mm -hmm. or whatever that can sit here and tell you eloquently with education and facts what this can potentially do. Absolutely. If that's what I got to do, sure, mm -hmm. not a problem. So. And um, we want it down, but could you tell um, us also the difference between Indica and Sativa? Oh, there's so many, but there's, Ind there's Indica. I'm part of me, Indica. There you go, we go uh, Indica sativa hybrids. There's, you really want to know. So I would say Indica, I'm trying to give this in a way that doesn't make me sound like a scientific, like, like science person. Earlier it was explained to me like one is like more of a head um, sensation and the other uh, one is more of like a body That's not the sensation. best way to do it. Okay. Because um, certain ones can give you that effect depending upon where it is. I would say an indica is way more, I'm doing, I'm trying to take away from being like a scientist when I explain it. An indica is more so a, more of a relaxed, deeper, like, kind of like used for things that could be related to like insomnia mm. or like restlessness. Um, a hybrid is a mix of what a sativa would be and an indica would be, but it's more of like a balanced effect. But mm. most hybrids and most indicas from like a appetite increasing scale will do that. Um, and it'll make you more relaxed or it might give you a really really deep yet more like dense type of like feeling like elevation wise mm. So T-Birds are way more high elevation more more so energetic more so um, Very like Light but still active type of experiences. So if you got to like clean your house, level. that's where you would yeah, I would do that Okay. <laughs> if you have to clean your house or if you need to like be able to be active while reading, but at the same time, like know what you're reading. It's good for that. But if you, you like, you shouldn't operate a vehicle while you're doing anything. So like, just being mindful of that. Like, it's not like I'm gonna try this while I'm driving. Please don't do that. Got it. 
I feel the. So um yeah, we asked a lot of guests this question. Um, oh okay. You've been um pretty great. Oh wow. And, um, Fantastic. Absolutely. Nice. We love your energy. So um <laughs> I have to <laughs> I have to ask you. You get one too. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> You know, well, um, you are on Jibba Society, Jibba Minds, the podcast, what? And I'm very proud of y'all. I've been watching y'all from the startup, by the way. Thank you. Right? Yeah, oh, man, seriously. That's what it is, man. I, I sought you it. out. You didn't seek me out. So just be mindful. I've been watching you guys are great. Good job. It's major. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, good, good job. Appreciate that. Um, looking forward for future collaborations. Yeah, the flyer is well designed. Don't look, I, I love a good flyer. When I see bad flyers, so important. I just so back away. I back away from the whole entire idea. I literally mm-hmm. won't do an event if the aesthetic ain't right. If aesthetic ain't right. You know me. I'm, sometimes my graphic designers hate me. I be on their ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you listen right now, one of y'all owe me some shit. We're going to talk about it later. That event coming up. <laughs> but, like, a bad, I think, like, yeah, yeah. I, I love great design, and I mean, I we worked with two great designers, um, Mike Richardson and Damon Turner, who've like been just amazing supporters. I mean, yeah. Mike Richardson and I go back, like hip hop, like events, like back. But mm-hmm. like Damon, like it's been amazing to work with people that get design aesthetics and understand. But mm-hmm. like, I just really want to be able to team up with people. And get this message going because we are behind the shit. A, and I and I really and I message. and I don't think that people understand it. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying this to be doom and gloom, but mm-hmm. y'all we behind on so many other stuff. Yeah, like so, tech, mm-hmm. we're not we're not. When that told me what the platform was, and well, I've seen you, but when that told me to speak, like, I, I literally was excited. I'm like, this is this is what. First of all, what we're trying to do anyway is make sure people. Um, have this information in these different industries on how they can, you know, build themselves up or start a platform for their own selves. So mm. to provide that information, especially for somebody with such a great resource like yourself, um, I, I, I legitimately was, was very excited. So Thank you, know, you so much. I appreciate it. Indeed. Um, but yeah, back to the question. It's just, you know, what drives you? What, mm. what keeps you going? What makes you, you know, wake up in the morning and, you know... Just go out here and kill it. You know what I mean? You're taking flights back and forth. You're living that life over Does you know, it need to be, do I, do I need to be deep? Or do I, need to I, be want like, you, I want you to, to answer whatever touch whatever's closest to your heart. Sometimes people answer this question and they get a little emotional, so no pressure though. Right? All right, so I'll try I'll do it this way. I think that there are a community of individuals that look like us that have been no one knows what it's like to suffer in silence unless you have a chronic pain issue. Mm-hmm. And I think that in general, as people of color, I'll speak with this as a black woman. I've been racially, I've been racially discriminated against in the medical system. I've had to deal with really, really mm-hmm. racist doctors. Nobody ever talks about I've that had shit. to deal with some of the most so like weird. outrageous experiences in medical history. And as a patient, that make no sense. And I'm very aware that I have to prove not only am I smart, eloquent, I went to a great colleges. I have to go through all these experiences and speak in perfect sentences while in pain, losing my mind in order to get the attention that I rightfully deserve. I say that to say, when you've come through these experiences like that, and I mean, there are, there are several friends that put me on to even like opening my eye up to this. Um, black, white, like amazing. So like when you've had that experience and then you figure out the fact that like, you don't have to be the way that these things are laid out for you and you know what it is to actually feel good again mm-hmm. after not feeling good for like five years. I tell people who talk about folks that have chronic pain or have issues, I'm like, you wouldn't be able to last a week. 
So if you can understand what it's like for me to tell you that I've been in chronic pain day and night for four to five years, and then you want to say to me that you don't, you want to judge that story based off of the fact that I'm able to live and thrive now, you can just kiss my ass. And so I, I tell people like, you know, if you don't know what it is to be under the oppression of a medical system that still doesn't help you solve the problem of pain in the first place, mm. then you should not be going after anybody that is dealing with this issue. You should be trying to provide solutions and help them in figuring it out. And unfortunately, within our community, we suffer the most from opioid abuse and or non-opioid use because we won't go to the doctor to diagnose the pain or diagnose the issue or we'll be relying on the medical system to where it's actually making us sicker. So, again, I'm in this for the evolution, the evolvement of my life. And I'm lucky that I have drive and energy that's never really gone anywhere. But I do think that if you're not driven to make sure that you're able to thrive and live, then you're not going to be able to even think about what it is to drive that attention to something else. Mm -hmm. So now that I have that clarity, thanks to the use of this item, I'm pretty much aware that I need to create focus and create opportunities and create awareness that can drive people towards discovering this for themselves. Wow, say that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That was wonderful. My media training be good, man. Where, I'm so good. I'm so proud I took that class. Oh, uh, where where can we find you on the interweb? I'm uh you can follow at Canaclusive or at Canaclusive. Uh I would say is the number one place to go in general and then go from there. But yeah, at Kenaclusive, that's all that's all that matters right now. Awesome. Like we always say at this time. Stay driven, y'all. Stay driven.